The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We've been following the story over the past couple of weeks. There's been damning testimony that's been heard in front of the House of Commons Defense Committee. It all has to do with the sexual misconduct allegations facing the former Chief of Defense Staff, Jonathan Vance, and who knew what. And when the defense minister, Harjit Sanjan, has said he only found out about the allegations against Vance from media reports several weeks ago, but Canadian Forces Ombudsman Gary Wolborn contradicted that during his testimony yesterday, saying he met with the defense minister in March of 2018 to brief him about the allegations. He went on to say he had evidence to give Sajan, but the minister refused to accept the material. David Poglazy covers the military national defense issues for the Ottawa Citizen. He joins us now. David, welcome back to the show. Great. Great to be here. Thank you. Okay. When you were listening to this yesterday, uh, put you on the spot here off the top. I mean, <laughs> what what was going through your mind, the contradictions in the statements? Well, actually, it was an incredible uh, 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 testimony of, of the former ombudsman. Within three minutes, he um, not only contradicted what uh, Minister Sajjan had said, uh, as you mentioned, he said that uh, he had offered physical evidence to Sajjan about these allegations. And when he when he reached into his pocket to give Sajjan the evidence, uh, Sajjan pushed back from the table and said no. <laughs> and that oh was my. it. <laughs> so. Boy, oh boy. So, um, you know, those were the basic details of that meeting. What else did we learn? learn uh, from the fallout from that meeting back in March of 2018? So um, what happened uh, to Gary Walburn, um, as soon as he uh, had done this, uh, after that March uh, eight, uh, 2018 meeting, Sajjan refused to meet with him ever again. So, um, and there was a whole bunch of meetings that uh, that Sajjan just refused. And so, uh, you know, Walburn had had told him about an informal complaint that he had received uh, from an individual, and he asked uh, Sajjan, don't tell anybody about this complaint because he was going to the minister to try to get advice on what to do because to the do. complainant didn't want a formal investigation. So uh, Walburn was asking Sajjan, what do we do? So instead of that, uh, um, uh, Walburn gets a call the next day from the Privy Council office and they've been told uh, about the complaint and uh, they wow. call him into the office. So it was, um, uh, Walburn said it was, uh, it was kind of a, a, a betrayal that uh, he had asked mm-hmm. Sajjan not to, not to tell anybody, and Sajjan ran to the Privy Council office with this. And, and Walburn went on to say as well that he faced uh, some retribution as well, uh, you know, that yeah. he was placed under investigation. Tell us about that. So one of his reports um, was uh, a recommendation that the um, Ombudsman's office report directly to Parliament. So actually what happens with the Ombudsman's office, it reports to the Deputy Minister of National Defense. So when the Ombudsman wants to go and visit the troops, say in Edmonton, to Mm -hmm. hear their concerns, 
he or she has to have permission from the deputy minister of national defense. Mm. So Walburn was saying that this isn't workable. I mean, we have to have, the office has to have independence um, and report directly to parliament. As soon as he, as soon as he put that in, in writing and released it, uh, he said he faced a, a retribution, a, a campaign to get rid of him. Uh, and one of those, uh, one of those aspects was he was put under investigation for uh, a contract irregularities but he was never told what the actual allegations were uh, he left the job what seven months later he resigned about seven months later yeah his doctor recommended that he get out of the job that uh, it was it was destroying his health uh, because of you know this campaign and, and and this other you know other just the minister wouldn't even meet with him so David, what what else should we learn about the relationship between the former Chief of Defence Staff Jonathan Vance and the Defence Minister? Well, the the committee who's uh, is looking into these uh, allegations of sexual misconduct by Vance has heard from from uh, several people that uh, uh, Vance and Sajjan were friends, uh, battle buddies. Uh, you know, uh, Vance had uh, recommended uh, Sajjan for uh, uh, for the Afghan mission, and they had worked together and that type of thing. So it's interesting, David, because, you know, when I've been talking about this on the show over the past number of weeks, I, I get a lot of people who say, um, you know, on the, on the sexual misconduct allegations, ah, you know, uh, that stuff's going to happen when men and women work together, you know, all that sort of stuff. And we know that there are rules. We know that there are rules that say that this isn't, uh, this isn't allowed uh, in the mm-hmm. military and certainly someone, you know, in a high rank that would have control over someone's uh, career. This, though, goes even further. This, you know, we start talking about maybe a cover-up or keeping information from other people. And exactly what I said off the top, who knew what and when? How Mm -hmm. bad is this? It looks pretty bad. I mean, uh, you know, this fact that the Minister of National Defense knew about these allegations for three years, and then when Global News uh, TV mm-hmm. break the, uh, you know, the, break the allegations, he goes, "Oh, I'm surprised. I was surprised about that." Well, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's that is one aspect. The other aspect is that you had the head of the Canadian Forces, the individual who is behind Operation Honor, the mm-hmm. campaign to stamp out sexual harassment and misconduct has been uh, accused of, uh, there's allegations against him of this very same uh, um, uh, discretions or indiscretions. So, David, you know, I wanted to just expand on this a little bit more. I wanted to talk certainly about that that testimony yesterday, just damning testimony yesterday. But also overall, I mean, we have, you know, the the former chief of defense staff, uh, Jonathan Vance, with these allegations. Mm -hmm. He's replaced then by Vice Admiral um, Art McDonald, who I think was on the job for, I think he came on the job January 14th, and he stepped aside February 24th after allegations against him right um what <laughs> what's going on <laughs> well i think um as as uh, uh, you know former ombudsman um uh, walburn said what you what you have is this uh, this problem that was never really properly investigated or taken care of 
and and so you get these these blips uh or well, i shouldn't call them blips but you know spikes of of this type of thing so in 98 mclean's magazine had its cover story rape in the military um uh, you know not a lot was done in 2014 more women come forward it's the same type of thing now you've got uh, you know this situation so you know, Walburn pointed out the problem's been there, um, but the organization isn't doing, uh, is, doesn't want to take care of it, doesn't want mm. to do anything about it. There, you know, and 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 the organization really self polices itself. There is no external overlook, which I've heard, which you know about, and Mm -hmm. and, you know, we all know we've talked about it um, on this show, which a lot of folks are saying needs to change. But the military has pushed back against that for years upon years. The cries, Mm -hmm. the calls are getting louder. Um, What are you hearing on on that front, David, about the possibility that that could happen? I don't I don't see that happening. I mean, you've got uh, you know uh, both with uh, Vance and both with McDonald um, who's investigating? Well, the military police investigation unit, uh, you know, the CFNIS. So instead of going outside, it's the military investigating the military. Um, I'd make uh, mention that Walburn uh, uh, made a very good point. He said there are lots of good people in the Canadian forces, yep. but there is a number of individuals who continue to do the institution harm. And, he, and his quote was, "We have." to get rid of these dinosaurs mm-hmm. whether that happens or not is another <laughs> yeah w- without a doubt um david i was listening to an interview that you had done um recently and and when you were asked you know that the, the question about how bad was it i think you said it was the worst that you have you have seen it in your years of, of of covering the military and you have been covering the military and defense issues in this in this country for a very very long time there's mm-hmm. been you know not just vance not just mcdonald um you know mark norman look what right. happened there yep. um you have another article out today which i want to touch on as well about lieutenant general chris coates mm-hmm. um which is a, which is a whole other who knew what when mm-hmm. um how how is how does this detract from um, what the work of the military and what needs to be done. I know on the ground, you know, uh, the, the the guys and gals, the troops, the the aviators, they're they're out there still doing their job. But how big of a distraction does this become? Well, it becomes a revolving door in the leadership. I mean, so uh, uh, the former commander of the army, Wayne Eyre, um well, he was the commander of the army. He had to go over and take over as as the uh, acting chief of defense staff. So in the last three months. Canada has had three chiefs of defense staff, um, uh, you know, because of the Mark Norman issue in the last, uh, I think it was 2017, we've had six vice chiefs of the defense staff. That's that's the second in command. Yeah. I mean, uh, so these uh, these um, ongoing issues create upheaval and uh, and movement and uh, uh, yeah, it 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 uh, impacts the command and control of the Canadian forces. I mean, Wayne Eyre probably has a lot more things to do than now shuffling around generals and, mm-hmm. and senior leaders. Uh, you'd probably be prefer to focus on uh, operations or pandemic relief, that type of thing. 
David Puglisi joining me this afternoon. Uh, he writes for the Ottawa Citizen. You've you've seen his work over the years, as I've mentioned, covering the military national defense issues. Uh, before I let you go, um, with the investigations that are underway uh, with Vance and with uh, McDonald, what what's the possibility of you know the likelihood of could there be charges laid and 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 if so and if found guilty what would happen on that end as far as could there be demotions impacts on 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 pensions you know what would the fallout from that be david well it depends how uh, it depends how, how the uh, cfnis the investigators proceed so yeah, there's a lot of cynical people at National Defense Headquarters who uh, who believe that no charges will be brought forward because uh, the CFNIS uh, doesn't exactly have a strong track record of, of, of laying charges against senior uh, military mm-hmm. uh, leaders. Um, there could be a variety of things that could happen. Um, uh, you know, if, if it went to court-martial, it depends on, it depends on the charges, and some charges yeah. you can push away with a fine. Um, I don't think anyone's going to go to jail or anything no. like that. So I, I'm kind of I'm sitting on the fence whether anything happens. What are you hearing uh, from military insiders? How, how uh, PO'd are they about what's going on? Well, a lot of people were shocked um, uh, about this, particularly when um, uh, Art McDonald, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, stepped aside. Uh, we had received a tip on that day, I think it was around 4.30, both myself and uh, CBC. Uh, I phoned uh, headquarters and I said, hey, we got this tip. Uh, does, uh, I just can't believe it, but can you check? And they were there, well, it doesn't seem right. <laughs> and then at 11 mm-hmm. o'clock Eastern that night, uh, they said, you're going to be getting a statement from the minister. And that statement was that Art McDonald was stepping aside. Uh, it, it was quite a shock, that, that one. We know a lot more about the Vance, uh, the allegations against Vance. Not mm-hmm. much has come out about uh, the allegations against McDonald. Do you know anything more that you can share? CBC has reported that it's a sexual misconduct allegations uh, uh, based on uh, uh, what had happened on uh, HMCS Montreal, a frigate, about 10 years ago. Um, the uh, the person who tipped us off uh, had a, a number of allegations, uh, which I'm not going to repeat uh, no. because I haven't been able to approve them. However, they did; they were in the know enough to give us the police investigation number. So, <laughs> huh. okay. you know, um, so it's someone who uh, knows what's going on. Um, and uh, the Lieutenant General Chris Coates, uh, I wanted to touch on this. You had an article uh, about him uh, today, and, and again, questions about who knew what when. Um, he was supposed to become the Deputy Commander of the Joint Force Command in Italy, mm-hmm. but was put on hold. He uh, has admitted to um, an extramarital affair with with a, a civilian employee, but what, we, what you're reporting on today, again, is that the Defense Minister didn't know about this for what a year yeah approximately uh, uh, General Coates was at NORAD uh, headquarters in Colorado he was the deputy commander um, he had a uh, um, an affair with a US civilian um, DND says he did nothing wrong because he reported that um, mm-hmm. but he was uh, brought back to Canada 
Um, he, and then he was uh, set to go to uh, the NATO job in Naples. And um, um, Harjit Sajjan found out about uh, what had happened, and he pulled him from, uh, from that NATO job. That was just recently. Sajjan said that he had been kept in the dark by General Vance, um, and only recently found out about the uh, Coates issue uh, when Art McDonald told him. Um, interestingly enough, uh, General Coates' um, sister-in-law is the Deputy Minister of D&D, Jody Thomas, um, but D&D's uh, uh, statement is that it's not her role to brief the Minister on uh, military affairs. Seems to be a lot of dark corners uh, and, and people keep being kept in the dark, David, to say the least. Um, uh, great reporting on, on this. Uh, keep up the great work. And thank you for joining us this afternoon. I, I always enjoy our conversations and, and enjoy your insight and uh, your knowledge of what's going on. Thank you for this. Great. Thank you. Yeah, take care. David Paglazi yeah, works for the Ottawa Citizen. You can check out his uh, his work uh, there. You can follow him on Twitter at David Paglazi as well.